What's up, guys? Welcome back to The Countdown. My name is Ian Farmer. Thank you for listening to The Countdown on this Wednesday evening, currently 1.59, so technically 2 o'clock. I have a pretty decent script for you guys. We got Derrick Henry designated to come off of injured reserve. Um, Big Ben's final game in Heinz Field, a couple of college basketball recaps, and my last but not least, which is my quarterback show dominance. I'm going to pick where I think each quarter... um. Each team in need of a quarterback, or there's rumors that they will get a quarterback, I'm going to predict which quarterback will start for them next season. But, without further ado, let's hop into it. Breaking news, Derrick Henry's window is now open to be activated off injured reserve. This is huge. The Titans have missed Henry all season long. This is the place. This is the piece that they need. This is the piece that the Titans need. I've said it several times, they have a bottom three offense without him. Statistically, they are ranked um, somewhere between 32 to 30, but will now have a um, a top offense with Derrick Henry and a top, definitely a top running offense with Derrick Henry. The AFC will now definitely more than likely run through Nashville, I think. People sleep on Tennessee. I'm not saying they're a Super Bowl team because we don't know because Derrick Henry hasn't been back yet. But they have home field advantage. Nashville is going to go crazy when they um, when they do get the one seed. Um, yeah, watch out. I would not want to play the Titans in the playoffs. I would not want to play a, a Derrick Henry who is on in the playoffs. The Titans haven't been bad without Derrick Henry. They have not been bad since he got injured. But... Um, they've had a very up and down road. They are five and three without Derrick Henry. That is worse than they were with him for sure since his injury. Um, and they, they could move the ball against New England. They lost thirty six to thirteen to New England, as well as losing twenty two to thirteen by two possessions to the Houston Texans, one of the worst teams in the NBA, um, NFL. Almost said NBA, but um, they have had their moments. They beat L.A. in L.A., the Rams. They just blew out Miami, who was on a seven-game win streak. Tua was playing some of the best football of his career. He had a terrible game uh, um, Sunday. Didn't score a touchdown. Oh, and they have some other wins to follow with. There is one piece that I think will help them make a run. And that man... Is Julio Jones. A.J. Brown has stepped up as a wide receiver. A.J. Brown has stepped up. Derrick Henry's coming back. Ryan Tannehill has not been bad this season. Hasn't been bad. Julio Jones, if he can be wide receiver number two and he can play good, he can get open, he can block when it, when uh, need be, he can be there and be a valid and have some value to that Titans offense who has struggled without Derrick Henry, like I've said. I definitely think this team has a chance to, to, to win the AFC. Definitely think this team has a chance to win the AFC. Big Ben had his last game at Heinz Field on Monday night. Congrats to Big Ben, man. Congrats to Big Ben. What an amazing career and what a way to go out by beating one of um, the Steelers' rivals, the Cleveland Browns. Did, did did Big Ben have a good game? No, he didn't. He did not. 
52% completion percentage, 123 yards. He threw a touchdown, but also threw a pick. But the Steelers actually kicked the ball four times. Kind of sounds like their season. Offense not being able to move the ball down the field. But when it comes to the weight of this game, none of that matters. Big Ben didn't have to throw for 300 yards. Didn't have to throw for four touchdowns. Big Ben didn't have to have a 70% completion um, completion rate. Believe it or not, Big Ben did not even have to win his last game at Heinz Field. But you know what? That is exactly, exactly what Big Ben did. Um, he also won two Super Bowls. Been the six Pro Bowls. His all-time completion percentage is 64%. In his younger days, Ben was among the most athletic quarterbacks, and he will finish um, his NFL career with 1,300 rushing yards. But Big Ben is a legend. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer, and he's arguably a top 10 quarterback to ever touch a football. Big Ben has done a lot for the game of football and the city of Pittsburgh. With all that being said, the Steelers play the Ravens next week. And I think the Steelers are the best team in the AFC North right now behind Cincinnati. They just beat Cleveland proving that. And the Ravens still don't have Lamar Jackson back. Um, So I think the Steelers are going to go into Baltimore and close out the season with a win. Which will give the Steelers a winning, re- a winning record in Ben's farewell season. But as far as Ben goes... His legacy, what he's did for the city of Pittsburgh, what he's done for football, the accolades throughout his career, the ups, the downs, we salute you. Wisconsin beat Purdue. College basketball is crazy this season. College basketball is insane. I'm going to be honest with you. It is insane this season. This is what I'm saying about about Baylor. They don't lose. Second loss for Purdue. Um, it's hard for me to even explain the back and forth narrative and the upsets going on in college basketball this season. Johnny Davis, who arguably a top five player in college basketball, taking nothing away from him. But 37 points, 14 rebounds on the number three team in the country. Purdue has pieces like Jaden Ivey um, and won't survive later in the season. Purdue will not survive in March. Without being able to win these games at home. Wisconsin is not a bad team. Top 5 team in the Big 10. But. Purdue's at home. You're supposed to be a top 3, top 5 team in the country. A few About a month ago you were the number 1 team in the country. Um, Zach Edia stepped up. He is the um, shining piece for Purdue. But in my opinion Purdue has a lot to work on. Lost to Ruggers at the buzzer just a few days after becoming the number one team in the country. Now losing to number 24 Wisconsin. Johnny Davis having the best game of his life. 37 points and 14 rebounds is ridiculous. That is insane. I read this report on uh, Johnny Davis. Said he didn't even eat breakfast like the the day of the game or the uh, day before the game. He was completely locked in on this game. Um, honestly, right now, Wisconsin had the best player in that game. 
I'm not saying that just because he put up 37 points. I'm saying in general, I mean, Jay Avi has not played um, up to par. Johnny Davis is the best player in that game, no matter what, in my opinion. But um, we also had another crazy thing going on last night. And the last seven minutes of this game was crazy. Kentucky and LSU. And it breaks my heart because I'm a Kentucky fan. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm part of Big Blue Nation. I bleed blue. But the fact of the matter is, we're losing games. Kentucky's losing games. LSU, number 21 team in the country, was undefeated for they had to play Auburn. Taking nothing away from LSU. Because they've played good this season. But isn't Kentucky supposed to be the best rebounding team in all of college basketball? Isn't Oscar T. Washibi supposed to be the best rebounder in college basketball history? Which, no matter what, I mean, he is. Isn't, like, Kellen Grady supposed to be, like, one of the top transfers in college basketball? Severe Wheeler is supposed to be a star point guard. You know what I'm saying? Keon Brooks is supposed to be um, developed enough to be um, productive and be a, tr- a tribute to this to this Kentucky team. Um, and I'm not saying any of that is false. But all of that is false when Kentucky travels anywhere. We're undefeated at home this season. I know we haven't played much competition at home. But when you beat teams by 60, that's supposed to say something. If y'all meant to play good 16 points. Jacob Toppin, 14 points. Kellen Grady, 13 points. Oscar did have 13 rebounds. Definitely give him that. Keon Brooks, 2 points. Ty Washington, the co-SEC freshman of the week, uh, five points. Severe Wheeler, didn't score a basket. Damian Collins, played three minutes. He only played three minutes, I can't, you know. Lance Ware, 13 minutes. Shot once and made it. Davion Mintz, 16 points. Four of 12. That's a 33% completion percentage. Not completion, I'm so sorry. Field goal percentage. Look over at LSU. Um, Tara Eason. 13 points, 4 of 9. Xavier Pinson. 11 points, 5 of 11. Brandon Murray. 10 points, 4 of 7. <sighs> this Kentucky team. First game of the season, Duke lost. Guess what? They went in a rep arena. Went to Notre Dame. Lost. Was in a rep arena. Went to Baton Rouge and lost. Was in a rep arena. LSU is a good team. I think they're better than Auburn. I think LSU is better than Auburn. I think LSU is a really good team. But just because you lose to a really good team doesn't mean anything. Kentucky has a lot to look. Um, has a lot of film to study. They have a lot to take care of before um, March and before they get into more SEC play. Um, I'm going to move on to Texas Tech and Iowa State. This, this is a place tonight. Iowa State was number 8. They played Baylor. Now they're at number 11. They're going to play number 25 Texas Tech, who I think is a good team, especially after losing uh, head coach Chris Beard. Really good team. But fact of the matter is I got Iowa State big tonight. I don't wonder. I want to preview this game because it's a ranked game. Two ranked teams are playing each other. But no doubt in my mind, 9 o'clock game. Isaiah Brockington, 17 points per game, 56, um, or 
50% shooting. I mean, that's really good. Iowa State only lost one game. It was to the number one team in the country. Baylor has not had a tougher test all year. Towards the end of that game, Iowa State was making a big run. But Iowa State, I think, takes care of Texas Tech tonight. Iowa State, man, they're the second best team in the Big 12. Are they better than Kansas? Are they better than Texas? We're going to see if they're better than Texas Tech tonight. I guarantee they are. Iowa State, man. Iowa State, tough squad. Tough squad. But it's time for my last but not least. My last but not least is my quarterback, Shadamidus. I love writing this down. I love making this. So I'm going to go ahead and hop into it. The Lions. I think I think the, the Detroit Lions quarterback next season is going to be Jared Goff. The Lions have a lot they need to improve on. Their defense is one of the worst in the NFL. Outside of Panace um, Sewell, which I actually like, they don't have much of an offensive line. I could see TJ Hawkinson leaving as soon as possible, so they're not going to have any weapons. Kenny Galladay's already gone. Jared Goff didn't have his best season, but I don't think he was terrible. So at the end of the day, I think the Lions are going to keep Jared Goff. Steelers, this is a big one. Sam Howe. Now, at first, I had him take an offensive line, but I thought about it. Their defense is good. They have weapons. Najee Harris is a really good running back. I think they want to take a chance on Sam Howe because they have pieces in other places. They don't have to go win a title right now. They have pieces. And I think, I'm sorry, I think at the end of the day, they have a good enough roster to where they can take chances on people. And I think they're going to take a chance on Sam Howe. I do think they're going to drive the offensive line. It's not really what this is about. It's about quarterbacks. Uh, so I played my Chromebook up. I'm sorry. I think that they're going to draft the offensive line, but I think they're going to take Sam Howe at the 17th pick in the draft, and they're going to take a chance on him. By Panthers. We're taking Kenny Pickett, man. Kenny Pickett from Pittsburgh. 43 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. Is coming. The Heisman candidate. He is going to come to Carolina. Now I know what I, I know what a lot of Panthers fans say. We need to draft offensive line, and I understand that because we have one of the worst men. If our, our offensive line is atrocious, but I think Kenny Pickett is really good. I think he's better than Matt Crow, better than Sam Howe, better than Carson Strong, Malik Willis, Desmond Ritter. Name them off. I think Kenny Pickett is the best quarterback in this draft. So Kenny Pickett to Carolina. And the Texans now. I had the Texans taking Derek Stingley Jr. with their third pick in the draft at first. I went back, restarted my entire mock draft, and I think despite the injury, Texans are going to take Ole Miss quarterback Matt Corral. I think Matt Corral is going to be a Texan. Listen, they still have Deshaun Watson. I think the Texans front office knows now, no matter what, Deshaun Watson is not going to be a Texan. Heck, he's on the squad and he didn't play this season just because he doesn't want to play there. Deshaun Watson, the Rams just got Cam Makers back, let's go. But um, Deshaun Watson, they know that they're going to have to trade him eventually. If it takes him waiting until he's a free agent, I think it's in like 2024 or something like that, he is going to go somewhere. So Texans are going to have to take Matt Corral. And Texans aren't the worst team. They're one of the worst teams in the NFL. But they just beat the Chargers. They they have a decent, they have an okay team. They they have pieces and players that can shine at times. 
Uh, the defense has played pretty decent throughout the season. But I'm going to move on to the Washington football team. Now, these are two guys I think could start. Taylor Heineke. And with the 40th pick in the draft, Malik Willis. Now, with that 40th pick, they could also take Desmond Ritter. They could do that. But right now, Malik Willis is ranked higher. I think um, I think they're going to take Malik Willis. Now, ooh, Desmond Ritter is a good player, though. Ooh. Right now, Taylor Heineke or Malik Willis. I think Malik Willis can take the spot over. But I don't know if they're going to start Malik Willis the first game of the season. So that's why I have it. I'm not saying Malik Willis is going to work, but I think that's who Washington is going to take. And to round out my quarterback, Stradominus, I think the Miami Dolphins quarterback next season is going to be Tua. I think it's going to be Tua right now. Now We all know where Deshaun Watson wants to go. He wants to go to Miami. He said it several times. He has the uh, trade clause, so he can technically go to Miami if he, if he wants to. But we don't know the situation with Deshaun Watson. We don't even know if he'll play another game this season. But nevertheless, I think right now, I know Miami got blown out by Tennessee. But the Dolphins went on a seven-game win streak. I know I bring that up a lot, but they did. Tua has stepped up and played better than he has in uh, the past. Offense has been productive without a running game. So I think the Dolphins quarterback next season is going to be Tua. Guys, thank you for watching today. I hope you like the quarterback Shadamas. You'll see another one of those. But I appreciate you guys. Um, appreciate you guys watching today. I, or if you're listening, however you're um, streaming this episode, I really appreciate it. Farewell to Big Ben. Can't wait to see what Derrick Henry does when he's off injured reserve. Um, and college basketball is crazy, man. Um, tomorrow, Book of Boba Fett episode two review. I can't wait. Share my thoughts with you guys on that. And I'll give you a little um, sneak peek. I'll give you a little sneak peek. Friday, I'm going to give my NBA Rookie of the Year up to this point. So stay tuned the next couple days. I love you guys, and I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.